Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? Did you, did you get your red wings last night? No. Uh-uh. Passed on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wisconsin didn't win. They didn't play like that four quarters. Yeah. That was part of the deal, pal. You wasn't going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What are you doing? Are you going for- Nothing. I'm getting ready to watch my ass get beat in the playoffs, but I ain't, stress- I ain't got no stress over it this year. I know you don't know the feeling, but when you won the year before, the next year it's less stressful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Less stressful, man. I don't expect to Don't know nothing year. about You ain't stressed out to win the inaugural SRL championship. You don't want that on your no, resume, I'd, huh? I'd like to win that, yeah. But I'm not stressed over it. You know why I'm not stressed? Because my team is so much better than everybody else's. But I think I'm gonna run through you. All right, but look, here's the. Here's I get my out of this week. <laughs> same thing with me, man. But my problem is I lost three games. One of those games was at the end of the year and was meaningless. I, I don't even remember if I set my lineup. I carried, I think. The other two I lost was to this guy I'm playing in the playoffs. I lost two games and it was both to the same guy. And it wasn't because he beat the head. Well, he let me bring it up. Let's see. Week one. Week one. Let me turn that TV down. Texas Slayers in week three. Listen to these scores, pal. I got beat 236 to 209. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you scored 200 this year? I don't think so. Maybe I got more. beat 236. Week three by the t- team I'm playing this week. And let's see. I, they played them again because they're in my division. They finished second, of course. Oh, I, Last time I played you, I beat you 199 to 95. <laughs> I didn't set line up that week. Uh, evidently. You don't want to uh, see me in the playoffs, pal. I do, man. No, you don't either. I do. And week nine, I got beat by Texas Slayers, 186 to 176. So that's the only really two games I lost. I lost a third game, and at the end of the year, I don't remember if I even set my line up. But. Who else just joined? Someone else just joined? Yeah. Josh. Josh Joshua. Yes, sir. Josh don't want to on the SRL league. We're talking about the SRL, Josh. I know he don't, man. He's that's the standout reality league, Josh. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, we're gonna uh, playoff start. Uh, let me give you an overview. 
In the Eastern Division, the Kentucky Cyborg Six went 10 and 3, scored 2,300 points. Second place was the Texas Slayers, which is Chaz Templin. Was eight and five with eighteen hundred points. So I played him in round one of the playoffs this week. Down in the Western Division, the North Dakota Rig Pigs, which is Jesse, finished ten and three, and two of those were gifts because he played the San Antonio Titans twice. He scored nineteen hundred points, and in second place was West Virginia. Two of his wins were gifts. He finished nine and four with seventeen hundred points. They'll play today. Yeah, for an opportunity to get into the standout bowl. I'm assuming that San Antonio team is Clemmer. Oh and thirteen. Oh my god. Oh for The Joe Vile of the ESFL. He didn't show up it for the draft. His... It ain't easy. The Oprah, Josh. <laughs> It ain't easy to go over. Glenn <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> well, heck, he ain't showed up to half the ESFL draft he's entered. You know what's, what's a miracle to me is that he scored 726 points on the season. <laughs> half of what everybody else was doing or a third. Well, the team with the most – well, the most was me with 2,300. Nobody else had 2,000. But the, the most in his – Division was uh, 1993, and they won eight games. He scored 726 points. I don't know how he scored that much with the, what he had on the – what he was putting out, the product he was putting out. Mm-hmm. I think there was like eight people in the crowd when I was tuning through channels. I was on ESPN3 and seen his game, and I flipped to it. There's like eight people in the crowd. <laughs> that was all coaching staff, huh? Probably scouts. Scouts trying to get some of these players. So there we go. With that standout bowl one will be next week. I want I want Bruce. I beat Bruce's ass one ninety nine to ninety five. He says he didn't set his lineup back in week six or whatever. But I whooped an ass I want more of that shit. Now, Josh. Josh. I lost Josh, three yeah. games. I lost three games. Six game winning, winning streak. I'll get to that, Bruce. Hold up. I've, I lost three games this year, Josh. Okay. One of them was towards the end of the year. I think I forgot to set my lineup because it didn't matter. And the other two, I got beat by this team that I'm playing now. We both scored almost 200. We scored over 200 points both times, I think. So I that's where that's at. Bruce has run off about nine in a row, I think. Go ahead, Bruce. Talk about it. Uh, um, It'll be six if I win this week. Two you of them was against like San Antonio, who scored like 40 no, points a game. <laughs> you can't claim a hey. win against Clemmer anytime in any hey. way. I knocked off the behemoth down here in this division. I pulled off David versus Goliath, Josh, busted him up. Mm-hmm. Let's Trust talk me. about this. Here's my, 
Josh, here's my roster. You tell me who's the best <clears throat> team of the four playoff teams. Okay, I'm not going to go my whole <clears throat> roster. Let me go with the – let's just go with the starters this week. Okay, I got Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson. These are my starters. Aaron Jones, Curtis Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Travis Kelsey, Greg Zerline. Defense don't matter. It matters, but it's hit or miss. He's got Deshaun Watson, Sam Darnold. Dude, getting a quarterback is tough, ain't it, Bruce? There's no there's no meat out there to get. You start two quarterbacks? Yep, and yeah. it makes it hard. There's nobody to get. If you didn't no, draft start two quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, Keenan Allen. Though, yeah, What's like a negative thir- 25 in the SFL for your quarterbacks, about probably like a negative six over here. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. the same scoring system over here, John, for quarterback. Oh. But it's actually a yeah. good scoring system, don't you think, Bruce? I like it. <clears throat> yeah, I think, man. Yeah. So his team's. This guy I'm playing, I think, is actually better than me. The more I look at it, early in the year I was good, I, I was better. But the last four weeks, my team shit, like my ESL team. So then go over your team, your game, Bruce. I'm beat this week. I ain't got it pulled up. Go ahead, look at it. Okay, West Virginia. West Virginia's got Ryan Tannehill, Patrick Mahomes. Derek Henry, Jarvis Landry, DJ Moore, Josh Jacobs, DD Westbrook, Jake oh, wow. Elliott. What do you give that? That's a good for a unit. lineup. A to A to F. What do you give it? Well, I have a good lineup. What well, sound like a man? I'm not a Derek Henry be. fan because he shows up oh, well, a lot of times. Dude, he's got four points. Like he's been tearing it up this year, man. He, he has a ten of the year. He's going against Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Devontae Freeman, John Brown, Julian Edelman, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Justin Tucker. I give that a C minus. I'm not a fan. That's awful because I'm not a fan of Devontae Freeman. I'm not a fan of John Brown at all. Hell, he's got John Brown's not a good North year, Dakota. Not going to do much. North Dakota had the best record in the league, ten and three. I was ten and three, but he beat me. Mm. No, I beat him. Yeah, so we're we're both ten and three though. It don't matter. I'll show you how to handle him. Don't worry. Just sit back, relax. Well, we'll see. Josh, you need to get in. It's fun. You need to find a way to kick somebody out. You can get in. I don't need in that. It sounds like it takes a lot of time. No, it takes less time than ESFL, don't it, Bruce? Ain't a lot of time required for that, Josh. Because there's only period. It ain't like free-for-all in the ESL when picking up people. There's only a certain period you bid on people during the week. Or you can get, and then there's a period you just free, you just grab, pick who you want. So it's not like in the ESL you got to always be on the lookout. And this guy gets hurt, you got to grab this guy. No, you nobody can get them. You got to bid on them. Right, Bruce? Less, it's less. I don't know the word to say, man. It's, yeah, Josh, you're like this. There it is, Bruce. Ohio State, number two. Clemson, so number listen, three. Listen, Josh. Go ahead. 
It's like, do you want to pick up somebody today? So, like, in ESFL, you can do it. You pick them up, right? First come, first serves, gone. This one, and you want to pick up a quarterback? Well, when you go to click on it, it's kind of like, wait, we're not going to wait. If they're free agent, you bid on them. So, let's say you click on them, you say, I'll pay him $500,000 contract for the rest of the year, right? That's the minimum you can choose. Mm-hmm. Well, if I come in at 600000 I get him. You don't know what the other person bid on him. Blind There's bid. like a two or three day period. Mm-hmm. Two or three day period in which the bidding stops and the high bidder gets them. But you don't know if anybody's bid on them or not, man. So that third day's up. You don't get seen on your roster. You know you didn't get him. You can mm-hmm. bid on more than one, but and you can set them in an order. So you can say, if I get this guy, then the other one don't matter. So it's like you bid on two quarterbacks, you'll put one of them as a number yeah. one and the other's a number two. So if you didn't get the first one, then your second one would you get you'd get. You, you don't have to stay glued to the T V and glued to the website, you know, go there and scoop people up. Don't have to. Nope. Because everybody's getting people at the same time, man. Everything's locked down. And, and like here that, pretty, uh, pretty soon like we're going to be able ass. to mark our uh, – fran- fran- uh, give a franchise tag out here in the off season. You can franchise tag one guy. Do you redraft? Yeah, well, rookie draft. Only rookies. And and then we will have about two weeks, a week before the the NFL season starts, we have a free agent auction. So everybody that, of course, isn't on a roster is a free agent, so you can bid on them. The thing is, every player that somebody picked up this year that you did not draft, okay, they didn't draft in the rookie or they didn't draft in the free agent draft we had, all those players are free agents. So at the end of the year, we all bid on them again before next year starts. So any player you sign during this year goes into the free agent auction next year before the season starts. You can't keep them. The only people you keep is the ones that you rookie draft and free agent auction. You can give them two, three-year contracts. But when during yeah, season pickups, they're always dropped from your roster at the end of the year. Automatically. Yeah, you have certain people that you have on contract, Josh. Like I got Mahomes with like a four-year contract. He doesn't go into that pool. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's just on a one-year contract, essentially, through this year, those are all the people that get dropped. It's a dynasty type, type league. Yeah, and, and you can only have so many. Like, meaning you can only have – I forget the exact – you may only have two players you can put on a four-year contract. And then it's three players on a three-year or something like that. So there's limits to how many people you can have on your mm-hmm. team that's under contract. Yes, sir. Mm, <clears throat> Not to change the subject, boys, but man, this committee is kind of harsh. Putting out, putting Ohio State number two. I they should be number two. Number two. They should mm-hmm. be. I don't know, man. The I LSU think they got it right. We'll beat that ass. I'm not an LSU. I actually I dislike LSU. I think they're always overrated, but 
But I'm telling you what, that LSU team this year, I've seen them play like five they're times. Good. Yes, they're the best team. They're probably the best team I've seen in since Florida State was the bomb back in freaking late 90s. Well, you think this about is a good... Clemson. I know Clemson doesn't play anybody, but, man, what a road they've got to go through. They got what to a beat quarterback, State though. They're quarter, they're, they're quarterback, dude. If Miami Dolphins are smart, they'll lose out and keep losing out until they get that guy. That's that guy's going. That guy's <laughs> six foot six, got a cannon. He's a, he's going to be a hell of a pro player, man. Yeah, I mean, I think they got it right one through four. I think these are the four best teams. I mean, you could argue Georgia, Oklahoma. No, Georgia sucks. I mean, you could argue that number four, but. The three best teams are in there, one, two, and three. I mean, man, that's rough, though. They need to just make it eight teams, man. I agree. I agree. Four is not enough. I mean, not, I'm not saying that because five and six should be in. Well, they, no, they shouldn't because it's only a four-team tournament, and I think that they got it right with top four. I'm just saying it because it just makes it more interesting I'm, when you got eight teams. Well, that too, and and you're excluding conference champions too. Yeah, and they can make more money, which isn't that what they're all about anyway? If they had eight teams, wouldn't that make more money? Oh yeah. oh yeah. All right, on to this ESFL this week. It is conference championship week. Uh. Let me look at them real quick. Go over it real quick. Give these guys their due. People that's in the conference championship, Josh, they deserve credit. I know you don't like giving credit to somebody other than your own team, but these four teams deserve the credit, so we're going to give it to them. Okay? Uh-huh. In the Nebula, we got Pardue and Calf. All the way up to three weeks ago, and I know Bruce hates us talking about him, but all the way up to three weeks ago, Pardue wasn't even th- considered a, a threat, I don't think, by anybody in this league to be in this position. He made a lot of moves all year. I was kind of watching what's going on. I kind of watch all teams. He was struggling at the quarterback position week by week. He's still struggling at it this week. He's got Ryan Tannehill yep. starting. But, him. Yeah, but he has battled to get here and he deserves the credit. If you look I at do. his if you look at all his stuff, like his uh his points scored is right up there with you know, he's top five. His defensive points is like I think third best, second best behind me, and uh I think D had some good defense. Um uh, everything he's got, his his you know, he Everything, all his numbers are right there in the top three, top four. Somehow he slid past. He, I never, during the year, I kind of thought he was decent, but. And then Cav. Well, congratulations Jerry, let me comment real here. quick on how he got in there. Let me all tell right. you how Pardue got there. Pardue is lucky because my team fell apart the last two weeks. I was averaging 163 points a game. If I'd have put up average scores the last two weeks, he wouldn't even cop them. Wouldn't even come close. He'd have, he'd have missed about 70, 80 points. Uh, well, I understand that, Josh. Guy. I understand that. And, and, <clears throat> he's, I'm not taking nothing away from him. He's got to make some good moves and 
He's gonna he's gonna end up getting beat by the quarterback. The same reason that I didn't get in is because my I quarterback. Know, I know, but beat but me. back to what you just said. Here's the way I view that. Okay, it's the whole season. You got to consider the whole season as one. So twelve weeks as one. Okay. So his one beat your one. So it didn't matter. You fell apart in the last two weeks. Well, he had two bad weeks in weeks two and five. It's the same thing. Yeah. As a whole, his one is better than yours. So I don't – and it's luck? Yes, there's luck. You had a lot of luck this year. He had a lot of luck. Everybody did. I had a lot of luck, which we'll get into. I didn't have no Everybody luck. did. No. Had Josh had – Bruce had a lot of bad luck. Everybody that's the four teams left had luck. There's no doubt about it. That's what it needs. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we could ever figure it out what the percentage of luck you need to have to get here, but it is a, <laughs> there is an amount. Last yeah. year I won it. I had a lot of luck in the playoffs, a lot. These people here have luck, all four of us. You had good luck and you had bad luck. It just To you, it seemed like at the last two weeks you fell apart. Well, he had that same shit going on in weeks two and three. Yeah, but he didn't drop no 45. <laughs> No, in nobody. Ever, only one person week. in the nobody. history of the league's ever dropped a forty-five. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. And that week, I had, I had like five injuries. I had that's five fine. injuries in week eleven. Yeah, I know, man. But you, you, we all know that's what that's the way it goes. All right, now let's talk about calf. Just unlucky. Okay. It is, and that's what happens. Unlucky. That's why he's got a good hand. He's got a good thing going. You need that stuff to, to get to win. Cav, Cav's eight and four. I don't really think his team. I don't like his team that much. I think it's a six and six. You know, it's an, like my team, kind of seven, five, six. He's got eight wins. It's, but if you look at his points fielded, I mean, he's right up there. His power ranking is right up there from the site. He's he's fifth out of eighteen teams with a forty power rank. Where uh, Pardue is forty one. He's fourth. Put it on uh, the top. Ahead, so his, te- his 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 team is good, Cav. All the numbers are good enough. All four of these teams are in the top five in almost all categories: power ranks, offensive points. It's it, so I mean, it's just failed out proper. So Cav deserves to be here, and uh, I think I think he'll win this week. I mean, I don't know if you guys looked at the, the matchup. The <clears throat> insiders insider picks Pardue one seventy three one forty seven, but. Personally, I think Cavs should win because of the quarterback position. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the Pardue has played around with the quarterback position like a lot of us have, myself included. Um, he's made some good moves. He's made some bad moves uh, in that regard. But I think the quarterback position will end up catching up to him. Yeah, well, they played in week seven. <coughs> Pardue won 231 to 117. And I don't remember the exact number. That was Cav's worst game, I'd say. Yeah, Cav had, uh, I don't remember. I'm a brand, Cav had minus 19 from his quarterback. And Pardue had 44 plus positive for his. That's a 60-point swing in the, just from the quarterback position. It wouldn't have mattered, though. You take 60 away from Pardue, let's say, 
that puts him at 170, and, and Cavs still got 117. So it's still an ass whooping. But this week, that ain't happening, I don't think. So I think it's going to be very close. I think Cav will win. But it's a lot of who you never know. But because it's that close, it could go either way. Without talk, sitting here talking about the players, who's starting what. Pardue, it's going to be a close game, man. Go either way. I mean, yep. Yep. So, congratulations to both of them. It's hard. It takes a lot of luck. You got to be on your game all week, every week, every minute, looking for who to pick up, what's going on, and they've done it. Now, in the Vintage Conference, it's uh, Rhodes 7 and 5, and then Creams 10 and 2. Creams is probably the best team in the league. Left. Orange Crush was probably the best team, in my opinion. They're out. Got beat last week. Yep. Creams yep. 10 and 2, probably the second best, and now the best team left. That don't mean he's going to win. I think he's going to win this week easily. But that don't mean he's going to win the championship, but he's the best team left. Uh, you know, Rhodes 37 victory points, Creams 37, uh-huh. both tied for the most in the league. Field point, points fielded 22 13. Two of that's second, two of 18 for Rhodes, second place. Uh, Creams is fourth with 21 38. Defensive points, I think Rhodes was second. He's at 510 compared to 340. Offense 17 to 17 50. Creams got 50 point advantage there. On and on and on. Anyway, they're both pretty good teams. Now, Rhodes. The last four weeks has been crap. Uh, Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett need to perform in the 20s for him to have a chance to win. Tyler Lockett has had five targets in the last four weeks. I'm not saying each week. I'm saying total five targets. What is going on, Josh? DK Metcalf. No, since they picked up Josh Gordon, and they're not throwing to him a lot, but since Josh Gordon yep. was signed, they don't throw the ball to Tyler Lockett. Well, plus he he hurt each hand. The weather's changing too, man, and they have turned the ball to running. My God, they have ran that Penny and Carson like all day long. Both yeah, and I was afraid of that earlier in the year, Bruce. Remember, right after the draft, I said I drafted a run. I got a quarterback and a wide receiver. My best players are from a running team. I can't win. Well, yeah. they 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 wasn't they running early. Running they wasn't running earlier in the year, but now <clears> I don't got, I don't got a chance, man. I need Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson this week to score seventy points between them. So you know combined, and then I need fifty or sixty for my defense, and I'll have a chance. But the last four weeks, my team has went to shit. With you know, not only because of those two guys, but I've just got issues everywhere, and it's not getting it done. Now, the good thing about that is, am I am I due to go back to blowing blowing up? What do you, what do you think? I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, Bruce? Is is it time yeah. to turn flip to flip it and go back to what I was four in a row? Bad. Yeah, you're due. You're due for a big game. You just better hope yes. it happens. I well, yeah, I know. You know, I don't. I can't beat creams unless. Russell Wilson, not next, because if you mess around this week, you ain't gonna be there. Yeah, just see it next week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the final week you can win with a 160, 140. You never know. I mean, you know, usually in the conference championship, you got to score close to 200 advance, man. 
in the ballistic bowl, you can win with 150s, 160s. But history shows these these this week here, you got to score close to 200 to move on. And I think Creams can easily score 200 this week. I I think he'll be really. I, I said 240, and I, I probably get you know, 130, 150. We've tried to avoid, you know, where week 16 and 17 in the NFL, how guys get set, and they uh, you know, when they clinch playoffs and home field yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But some of that happens weeks 13 and 14 as well, 15. Unfortunately, well, because. There's a lot of separation in some of the divisions, you know, yep. in the NFL. Yeah. And they will end up resting players knowing that they're more than likely going to lock the playoff up and they're going to rest their, their starters. Well, it don't happen that much. It's Where, not as what transparent I see like as in, this, in 16 and 17, but but it does happen. You know, certain yeah. uh, positions, certain game um, scenarios and certain situations, football situations where they will, you know, Call run play instead of keep throwing the ball when they don't really need to. You know, they don't, they'll call a pass play when they really don't need to run the ball. Yeah, what I see happening in weeks 12, 13, 14 is a guy hurts his hurts his wrist. Okay, he would normally play through that if his team is in the hunt. He'll sit down. But when he's not in the hunt, he's not playing or they're they're limiting him. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what yeah. more happens. There's now. no rush to getting certain players back either, you know. Yeah. Like, like um, AJ Green. AJ Green, man, yeah. They're one and eleven, or one and twelve, or whatever they are. You know what I'm saying? They have no yeah. rush to get AJ Green back if they plan on playing him next year. Yeah. He is in no, no hurry what, to come back there. No matter what week we played our playoffs in, we <clears throat> couldn't avoid any of that. No, you can't. You can't. You could, you could have think, playoffs in week 9, 10, 11. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. It'd still be, and I think still our playoff situation. weeks and championship game is perfect. You, your yeah, guys' you, opinion. Yeah you, definitely, yeah, you definitely can't make it any earlier, and you definitely don't want to make it any later. Because 16 and 17, historically, we've seen lots of locked-up places where teams are locked in and they won't, they won't play hardly anybody. What that does, though, if you like this, which I don't, if your championship game's week 17 or 16 or your playoffs are even that late or whatever, what it does do is it can help a guy a, a guy pick up a scrub that's <clears throat> a late – kind of like this Benny Snell starting for Creams. He's not a yep. scrub. I liked him. I actually drafted him, didn't I, Bruce? And you made a comment. He sat on the bench all year. Well, he's their number one running back right now. And yep. he's good. Well, that, that kind of stuff – played real well. And yeah, I mean – you know, week 16, 17, you pick up these guys that's filling in for the, the real starters because they don't want to play them, and you can make a, you know, you can look. It makes it fun. It gives you more decision-making. Yeah. But other than that, <clears throat> I don't see no benefits to those weeks. Now, Terry, I do I do like one thing about ESN, or, uh, ESPN, like standard leagues, and, and I know we don't talk about this a whole lot, but the standard leagues of, ESPN, they play a double round in their playoffs. And I think the double round actually eliminates the luck factor a little bit. A team I agree. in the ESFL to get lucky one week and knock off a Goliath, just like just like uh, Orange Crush, you know, got beat, had a had a okay game, got beat. The average score of two weeks combined is going to represent what that team is 
versus just a one-week wonder. You know what I mean? Well, I looked into that, Josh. About five years ago, Pardue sent me an email and had this all, had a laid-out plan for that exact same thing, making a, a double playoff round thing. So you get into he and I really looked seven. into it. He had already done a lot of research on it and sent it to me because that's what he wanted. He thought we should think about, well, we, after I looked through it and looked through it and looked through it, then I went back and looked, and this was before, this was probably in 2015, right after the carryover season. Uh, I went back and looked at the history of the ESFL, and yes, we got to eliminate the first one, year one or year two. It was quite different, but I still used them in the, in the consideration. And I looked at the teams, and what I thought was the best teams, did they win, and it's still judgmental. And a part of it was I looked at points, I looked at records, I looked at a lot of stuff, but it's still judgmental in the end. But I, I think I can't, I don't remember where I put it at. I'll find it somewhere. But I think that I come to the conclusion that the best team in the ESFL, this is up to 2015, had won like 80% of the time. What I consider, yeah. and I, the best team was still winning 80% of the time. There was like yeah. two years they didn't. D. Crown Holder won one way year, and he wasn't the best team. And Whit mm-hmm. uh, was it Whitmore or McKevitt? Probably won Whitmore. Whit- yeah, I think Whitmore, Whitmore, Whitmore year, he wasn't I don't think wasn't team. very good the year he won. I mean, he was okay. But yeah, but no, I mean, <clears throat> going back so to that, I, I quickly, like it a lot. Yeah, well, that's why I'm getting ready to say that's why we eliminated the final because we were still getting the best yeah. team was winning. Yeah. But I do kind of like it. It is kind of a cool feature. But, again, your championship game goes into 16 and 17. Yep. And what says that the guy can't get lucky two weeks in a row? Look at Klimko, Psycho Billy Cats. No. Hell, he'll put together three weeks of three, 280 points. And then the rest of the year he scores at 50. Mm, yeah. I bet. It's I think unlikely. He's gonna, it's unlikely. He's going to win the showdown. Yeah, the odds are less, but it still happens. I think Psycho Billy Cats is going to win the showdown. Oh God, I'd be I'd be sick to my stomach. <laughs> Bruce, you didn't I'll get be sick in, to my did you? Uh oh. No. I cut you David didn't, Montgomery. Bruce. You didn't buy in. You didn't buy in, did you? Not me? Yeah. No, I don't. My team just went to shit, man. I, I would have bought in if it was in weeks four through seven or eight. <laughs> sure. That's the thing about, well, I don't know if it's just the ESFL. That's the thing about fantasy football. It might just be this league. It's a whole, you know, you got hots and you have ups and downs in your t- year all season long. You have bad streaks. You got good streaks. I think, um, honestly, after after seeing the first week of the showdown and stuff and looking back at it and, and more consideration, I don't think you should be able to buy in. I well, think that should be an elite bracket for the teams that do score the most points in that week. Because <clears throat> you're basically saying it doesn't really matter all week or all year. If you don't get a high 50, you can just buy in at the end. Yeah, that's what we're like saying. It. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think Bruce, it you're, Bruce is the one that thought of that. Teams. I know. I, I think right. it should be dedicated to them. Bruce, if, what, if I remember right, wasn't you one that recommended that? No, I don't think so. It might be Cavs. Oh, I doubt I that. Know. He never thinks anything like about it. it. I don't like it. Honestly. You, I think you it like it, Bruce? Elite, elite level for the teams that score the most points that week. Per week. First of all, nobody's ever paid. Nobody has ever bought in. 
So that's that's fact one. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the right. third year. Nobody paid their way. Yeah. What's your opinion, Bruce? Why don't we get rid of it? People. I don't really care either way, to be honest. Well, uh, I mean, a team a team that goes two and eleven doesn't score hardly any points, but they get hot the last week, and they're like, "Oh, my team's on fire!" And they got cream puff matchups for four straight weeks. They're gonna but, they're gonna buy in for fifty bucks. But think and they about them remotely close all year. But think about this, Josh. That's exactly <laughs> what we want. We don't want teams when they're zero and seven to just quit screw, quit setting lineups, quit well, no, picking up players. There's always well, a chance for them to make profit. That's why it's yeah. I, know, but I mean, that's why the Gunner Cup's there. Gunner Cup's worth one hundred ten dollars credit. You don't even get money. It's just one hundred ten dollars well, I mean, off your entry fee for the next well, year. One hundred ten dollars compared I mean, to six hundred, yeah. possibly six hundred for a showdown. When you was zero and seven, you could still be thinking, "I can get numbers. my, ten, I can get my act together, and at the end of the year, I can maybe get a showdown and win four hundred to six hundred dollars." I'm gonna stay involved. Yeah, that's why yeah, we do but, it. Yeah, but that should be an elite bracket for the teams that performed all year. Tell me why. Give me reasons why it should only be them, other than you just don't think that you think you've got to earn your way in with a high fifty. Why? Knowing the reason that we have it, why is it not good to buy in? I, I just don't like it because I, I want the teams that deserve to be there. I don't feel a team that's 2-11 and 11 and scores 140 points all year deserves to have a chance to win any money except for the, the Gunner Cup, which is what it's designed for to keep people in. Bruce, that's what's the numbers on this? Make, that's an elite thing to make. What's the numbers the on this, Bruce? If I paid 50 bucks. To win 450, is that a good bet? Over a four-week period, I got to score the most points against, yeah, let's say, at least eight other teams, <clears throat> eight people. That's yeah, a good bet. But it's not extremely good. It's not like ridiculously good, and it's not. You're right. getting, you're getting eight to one on your money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The odds, the payback is good, but there's a reason I didn't buy in. I don't think my uh, – I'm not going to win You don't think your team's good enough. Yeah, so so I think, Josh, I mean, I understand your point, but put yourself in my shoes. So I didn't qualify. I could have bought in. But knowing the state of my team, I'm not going to buy in anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you know you've got a bad team. You're probably not even going to t- take anybody up on that offer unless you just want to donate 50 bucks, <laughs> you know? Ain't nobody ever has. Yeah, but, yeah, but if a guy finishes 2-11 – and is in the same boat as you and goes, all oh, my team's the stuff, and still believes it, like a Jesse who thinks that his team's absolutely the stud muffin every year. He's going to buy in and get lucky and, and steal the pot away from teams that deserve to be there. But let's say he got lucky. Let's say that he did that seven years, and he got lucky once. Whoop-de-doo. We made it. adds more money to the pot. That's all he's doing. The reason it's there is to keep people involved, give them incentive, because it is good incentive. It could be up to 600. I don't think it'll ever be that. I think there's always going to be at least two teams that win double, so it's going to lower it 100 bucks. I think the most you'll ever see is 500, maybe. But hell yeah, you. But really, think about it, it's hard to win. You have to have the most points combined for what four or five weeks. 
Or if your team isn't good, you're not going to win it, I don't think. Agreed? I mean, I don't know. The odds are not in your favor. It's luck. Yeah, it's luck. It's luck. It's could, could, a lot of luck. Could you reel off three or four good weeks? Yeah, but the pro- if you haven't done so over a 12-week period, the probability is probably very low. Yep, if you run it off four. Unless you had, like, players that were injured the first seven weeks of the season and they came back. Uh, let's look before we get off. It's almost time to go. But before we get off, let's look at something real quick. Last year's showdown, uh, R.J. Griffin's won. He had a 211, 166, 198, 190. Okay. The year before, Creams won and he won 500 bucks. He had a 158, 192, 278, and a 135. So he only had two good weeks. He had a 278 and a 192. He had a terrible week, 135, 158, and he won. It was enough. So what my answer to my question was there, I, I was wrong, I guess, because you don't have to two have good four weeks, good weeks to win. Yeah. You could get two, two really good weeks, good weeks and win. So you, you're, you're right yeah. about that. Uh, RJ, he had really three of the four were good. Actually, all of them were good weeks, 211, 166, 198, 190. And he still deserved. finished with almost the same exact amount of points as the guy the, the year before. Yep, 766 to 766. Yeah, two good weeks is all you really need. If a team that finishes 2-11 and 11 or 1-10 and 10 or whatever to pay his way in, have two phenomenal weeks, Clemco, for instance, and doesn't deserve jack in this league and take the pot. Well, we'll consider it. I'll consider it, man. But I like getting more money. I'm all about more money in the pot. What about you, Bruce? I am too, brother. I am too. But there's a point where you got to make certain things, you know, a standard, a level that you got to By invitation only. Uh, you you want yeah, to have elite class, don't you, John? That's right. Only. <laughs> no, what, what, we, what, only. what we could do is raise the entry fee $25 or $10, let's say. Raise the entry fee $10. That's 180 bucks in the pot. Which ain't that much, really. Maybe we should do it twenty, three sixty. Then we have an invitation-only tournament, and we get the board together like college. We get four guys: me, you, Pardue, whoever. We will get four are the four conference presidents, and we'll send out invitations to like eight teams to play in the tournament, and we'll try to pick the eight best teams. And we'll seed them, so we could do something like that for what you want, an elite yeah. only. The showdown, in my opinion, is an elite elite level. You have beat 15 other teams in a week of scoring. That's pretty good, man. That's hard to do. You're not only just yeah. competing against one or two or a division or even a conference. Everybody in the league, you scored more points than everybody in that league that week. That should get yeah. you into that tournament. That is a prestigious thing. But here's the, here's the negativity to that. I'm always a negative-looking guy. <laughs> The negativity is every week there is going to be one. It's not like black something that's accomplished. Guy, huh? Black cable guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm a black cable guy. It's not something that's accomplished that's a great accomplishment because every week you're guaranteed to have one. It's guaranteed yeah, going to happen. It's hard to get that. It is hard, but it's still guaranteed months. to happen. So it makes it less How many different valuable. winners do we have this year? Three? Two. Two guys Two. won. Two yep. Three, you're right. Three that's, of them, yep. That's what I'm saying. And not That's a one of them's do, left. And not a one of them's left in the playoffs. So what your argument exactly. is? Exactly. I know, but that's that defeats your argument. 
Because they're evidently they're not that great. But they still got something. They still got something to root for, though, don't they? Because they made that elite level at some yeah. point this season. Bruce bought in. I know he didn't, but Bruce bought in, and he was garbage all year. Never even come close to a high fifty, and he bought in, and he could be in the running right now with a well, good we week could, or two good weeks. I, I don't see that. I don't see the showdown as an elite like you do. I'm about ready to go here, but. Think about what I said. We can start an invitation-only tournament. That would be the elite. And, and eliminate the high 50? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, don't eliminate the high 50. No, I really no, he, like he, the he's saying just add a little more to the entry fee so that would pay out for that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. We could, do, we could add 20 bucks to the entry fee, lower the showdown from 600, well, I don't know if we could because it's high 50. It's 50 bucks every week. But we can figure maybe make the a high 25, make that less important, a high 25, which would make it a 300-buck starting pot over there, and then throw that other 300 into the other one. So it would be about hey, 500 after the keep race. Keep it the high 50. If you get a duplicate high 50, you only get half that money. The other half goes to the other rank. Yeah, yeah. So that's something we need to think about, man. All right, you guys going to wish me good luck this week? Yeah, good luck, man. Good luck. Bruce, are you going to show up? Man, we sent your tickets. Are you going to be on the sideline? I got your sideline pass, bought your plane tickets. No, no, I got a game to coach today. Oh, that's right. You're going over to SRL, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm over in the G League right now. (laughs) All right, man. See y'all later. (laughs) Later, guys. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.